0: NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag Winning season is back at MyBookie and they're offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use promo code SGP That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. For a limited time new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week Don't miss out on week 3 action. Enter promo code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. When to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and NFL back in action. You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betQL.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co promo code SGP20. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. SGP. Okay, and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, Rich, Fat, Baby, McKee, and I am joined as always by Zach, Swissbank Broner. Man, are you still going with that nickname? I, I, it's it's growing on me.
1: Look, I I I think I have mixed feelings about it. You know, obviously oh. when you're testing out a new a new look or a new nickname, and you always know, have uh, those those pregame jitters. You know, yeah, I get it. Never know how the cr- never know how the crowd's gonna receive you. Yeah, you haven't, uh, but any- you know we're, we're we're doing our own thing here, so it's a. Uh,
0: have you gotten any feedback on Swiss Bank yet from uh, any of the listeners or any of your friends or maybe your no, family members? Uh,
1: you know, I've had a couple of listeners hit me up in the slack and that type of thing, but um mostly just uh just uh enjoying our NBA picks and we're we're finally tied back up again. I was just looking uh we're both 81 and 71 uh, I, coming into we, we you know sadly only have probably less than 20 games left of the season. I know. Um, and we're neck and neck.
0: I can't believe you had to bring that up right at the top of the podcast. Really, really bummed me out right at the beginning. Yeah, you know, um, that's the way things go with sports gambling. You know, I had a hot streak uh, earlier in this playoffs where I, I jumped out on a nice lead on you. And uh, I've just gone stone cold. Can't pick any of them. And uh, we are completely tied up right now. You're right. Um, well,
1: it's been it's been back and forth because because yeah. you went up big early then I went up when you were like in your cold streak and we were talking about that in the pod. Then you went back up. Cause I got ridiculously cold. I remember I, I started off that Raptors Celtics series. Oh, and six. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally on the wrong side of every game of that series until well, uh, we had Boston in game seven, but, um, I, riding the nuggets has been good for me.
0: I bet yeah. that every game in the playoffs. No, that's absolutely <laughs> true. That's absolutely true. But uh, back in the nuggets has been good for you, especially against the spread. Um, I gotta say that you know uh, what's—that's the thing about when you get in some of these playoff series and you start off on the wrong foot, and then you start overthinking yourself for like zigzag theory and like trying to, you know, you're you're trying to chase that like next bet. Like I I don't know. I feel like I pick wrong no matter which way I go. I don't. I feel like I gotta like George Costanza pick and like whatever I think is gonna happen. I gotta go the other way next.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And actually that's a good thing to mention. I mean, that I think that might be the, from a gambling perspective, the only thing that's been really tough about the bubble. I mean, the whole thing has been tough, obviously, but it's been very fun and enjoyable to break down these games. But what does the, the lack of home <laughs> road does, does take away a lot of the angle you could play in these playoffs. And what happens is, as a result of that is that the spreads aren't really changing. So we're basically talking about the same game every single time, you know, yeah. it's on neutral floor. It's not like we have, you know, <laughs> Lakers minus one at the Nuggets at, in Denver and you're, you know, taking a home dog or, or something like that. You know, you're kind of just looking at the same game every day. And, and like you say, if you start off a series with a loss, um, it can be tough to kind of recalibrate and make sure you're on the right side for
0: game two. Absolutely. It's a bit like Groundhog's Day here in the bubble when handicapping these games. Um, but speaking of games, I mean, we had a killer one last night. I mean, um, just played exactly to script if you uh, were, you know, betting this as far as the. Lakers getting up big in the first half, and then the Nuggets coming back as they have done so often in the second half. So really, just the second half team. Um, you know, uh, you're the big Nuggets fan, so I, I will let you go ahead and get started. But I got to say, coming after coming off of Game One, the narrative was just like AD is too fast for Jokic to guard. Like, there's no. There's going to be no stopping A.D. in this get in, in this series, and, and the, the Nuggets just don't have an answer for him. And uh, you know, while A.D. had just as good a game, if not better, in game two, the Nuggets were able to figure some things out and make this very close. Um, tell me what you saw.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think definitely I thought A.D. has been obviously ridiculous in this series, ridiculous shot late. I mean – that that was so pure. It was never really in doubt. Just a straight swish from that spot it was an unbelievable shot. Um, but well, you know, we Jokic also kind of had his revenge in this game. I threw out in the slack yesterday. Jokic points over that. That came in nicely. Uh, yeah. So I think a couple people were, were on that. And um, yeah, thanks from, to you, I, know, a-
0: uh, I did. I was able to win some money on NBA yesterday because of that bet. But I oh, bet yeah, on the, I bet, I bet on the Lakers. So that was uh, my own uh, fuck up. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of
1: betting on the Lakers, I mean, I think there's two ways to look at this game. Obviously from a pure ATS perspective and that's where our NBA picks focus and a lot of discussion, I mean, the Nuggets this is another great performance by the Nuggets and you got to be pleased with how they responded, um, you know, very similar game script to those Clipper series, although although they ended up, you know, losing on a buzzer beater in a game they are they were obviously had a chance to win after that. Just that Jokic hook shot was just so he made that look so easy. He just got right to the cup, hooked it over AD, and then obviously AD responds. But from the Nuggets, I mean, that I, mean was, I,
0: I, I was going to go say, like, that just, like, you know, speaking of uh, everybody talking about the big men are dead in the NBA, that Jokic uh, back down shot just totally looked like classic Patrick Ewing, you know, just, like, got the ball, just kept backing him down, backing him down, backing him down, and then, like, just hooked it right up right in. I mean, that it just goes to show, like, um Things keep swinging back and forth in the NBA as far as like uh, you know where you get your advantage.
1: Yeah, I mean I, honestly, I I would even disagree with that. I mean, I would say like this just shows that Jokic and AD are by far the two best bigs in the game. Oh yeah, they're the only ones that can be that can be positive players, you know, in the postseason. And you know, I, I have to say, I mean, we'll talk about this this game later, but Bam Adebayo is working his way towards that conversation. I wouldn't say he's there yet, but he's been a great playoff big. But what do you think about the Nuggets in game 3? I mean, I think it's obviously a backbreaking loss because you this should be 1-1. Um but uh I think you kind of have to feel pretty good. I mean, they 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 were right there with the Lakers in the second half and uh I don't think that that's going to be a cakewalk for LA.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I you know, I'm 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 curious to I'm curious to see what you think. What did the Nuggets really do on defense in the second half that they were able to slow down the Lakers? Because it seemed like for the first three quarters of this series, they had no answers for them on defense. And um, it seemed like, to me, I'm not sure, you know, the X's and O's better than I did, but it definitely seemed like uh, the Nuggets were like, nice. when you look at the box score, you uh, they're like, okay, well, well, we d- we're just not going to be able to stop AD and LeBron, but none of these other guys are beating us because if you know, hardly anybody had uh, over double digit scoring, maybe besides those two guys.
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought. I mean, I think kind of the play that in the second half for me almost was that that play where LeBron tried to drive on Torrey Craig and was looking for somewhere to throw the ball to kick out for a three. And then when he realized he had no one, he ended up slipping, falling, turning it over back to the Nuggets. Um, So, yeah, I thought they did a great. They basically locked off shooters, and they said, okay, LeBron and AD, you know, especially LeBron, you know, you got to beat us on the drive. He was obviously unreal to start the game. I think he had like 20 points in the first 20 minutes or so. Yeah. um, But only finished the game with 26 points, and more importantly, only finished the game with four assists. And that's kind of like what you said you know he, he he in game 1 he was so conservative from a scoring perspective but he was pinging the ball around getting shooters involved getting everyone involved um so i thought the nuggets did a better job i mean not a better job because obviously lebron can go off as a scorer obviously there's no there's no preventing that but it worked off in this game what did you think of the curious mike malone substitution patterns down the stretch obviously much is going to be made of mason Plumlee and jeremy grant on that last play uh, with AD, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I mean, people are calling them crazy for worrying about LeBron. I mean, I've, obviously you're worried about LeBron in that situation. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, I would have – if you if I had to put money on who was going to take that last second shot, I would have picked LeBron, you know? You go oh, 100%, with, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, AD had the hotter hand, but – um you know, you're going to go with the veteran experience. And the, whereas AD has not had these, you know, uh, Western Conference Finals games. And um, yeah, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I watched that play, you know, four or five times this morning, like trying to figure it out. Like there just nobody switched on to AD. I mean, Jokic almost had the chase down to contest him. But what happened there? Like, what was the big screw up?
1: Yeah, it was the, even, I, I'm not going to say that I'm smart enough to know exactly what it was. I think it was just, you know, in the heat of the moment, their attention, you know, went right to LeBron, came off AD, and, and he obviously slipped free. But at the end of the day, I mean, that was a, basically a pretty well-contested fall-away three. I mean, Jokic's yeah. hand was right there. So I think that's some. That's like the, the media is going to come up with that narrative. I, I don't think it was – that much of like a boneheaded play by the Nuggets or whatever. No, I
0: mean, well, um, if, you, if you think about it, if you ask Mike Malone before that shot, they're like, he, you know, he's like, w- w- would you be able, if you had to pick the shot you were going to lose on, you know, is it going to be an AD follow three with Jokic almost right there in his face? You'd be like, he would probably feel pretty good about his his odds on AD missing that shot you know, compared to AD, you know, down closer, or even LeBron from three. Yeah, I mean, he
1: made the shot, but what, that's like a 15, 20% shot right there? I mean, that wasn't a good shot.
0: And we're just going to take a quick break to hear from our presenting sponsor and be right back. Hey, winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, epic bonuses, and the craziest crash sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting on live sports all season long. Get into the action now. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to make the excitement of the sports you love and the games you bet way more exciting. Bet with the best this NFL and NBA season for a chance to win big. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. And now back to the show.
1: We can turn our attention to game three, where the line has actually moved down to Nuggets now only six and a half point dogs. So obviously a little bit of respect uh, come into this Denver team after that, that Really great second half performance in game two.
0: Yeah, all four of the games this season, the totals have gone over. And uh, the Lakers are two and two against the spread in all four games. Um, So, you know, these teams might be a little bit closer than we think. Uh, Right now, I like the total going over at 214. You know, we talked about how on uh, BetQL, they don't like that. They like sticking to the first half when betting this game. Uh, I I suppose that, you know, the Nuggets have gummed things up with their defense, figuring some things out, so maybe it'll be a slower-paced game. But I still see... To me, I I feel like the Nuggets should want to run a little more and tire out this older lakers team i mean obviously Jokic is slow but he's still 25 and and he can run far more than i'm gonna say like a lot of these older guys on the lakers can what's you know what's wrong with the the nuggets trying to speed things up here what am i missing
1: yeah no i i I agree i think the nuggets would do well to keep pushing i thought definitely lebron in particular, I thought it looked very, very gassed at the end yeah. of the game last night.
0: He looked good in the first half, and you're right; he looked totally gassed in the second. And I know he <clears> takes better body he better care of his body than just about anybody. But again, you got to remember this guy's 35, and they've been in the bubble for two months. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I can say, I mean, I think, I think from a game from a, a game flow perspective, I, I do kind of think I'm going to be targeting Nuggets first quarter here. Um, to me, it just feels like. The Lakers probably think this series is over and they just had an absolute emotional high point um, you know, coming off that A D buzzer beater. And I think I could definitely see them sleepwalk into game three a little bit. Mm-hmm. You compare that to the Nuggets, they're gonna have a rowdy pregame. They're gonna have a bad taste in their mouth, and they know that they need to come out in this game, you know, early because look, they were a better team in the second half, but it's hard to come back from a sixteen point deficit every game. Mm-hmm. Uh Jimmy Butler mentioned that with the heat as well. So from the Nuggets, I think you're come out absolutely on fire here. So Nuggets first quarter, money line, something like that will be definitely on the card. Really?
0: All right. I was going to say I was going to stick with the Lakers in the first half uh, just because the Nuggets have been such a second-half team. I'm not sure I trust them. I I, I see what you're saying when – um I see what you're saying. Like the Lakers are going to think they've got this one in the bag, but – on the same hand, they're all it's it's a it's a savvy group of veterans there. I, I don't know. I could I could see them like, you know, not celebrating too much and, and just coming right back out and taking care of business in the first half again, and then the Nuggets pulling close again in uh, the second half.
1: Yeah, I mean, that definitely both. There's definitely good arguments for both. Um, I'm not, of course, the Lakers aren't going to be celebrating. I mean, they 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 know this series is not actually over. I'm just saying, like, you get them catch them a little off guard, like expecting for one of those, you know, jog up and down first quarters and the nuggets are coming out with like a sprint and fucking, you know, diving on the floor first quarter. But definitely I'll be I'll be on Nuggets plus six and a half. Um taking them you know, it's I, I I've taken them every game in the playoffs. Yeah. No reason to stop now. You are
0: right ride or die with the Nuggets. Um <laughs> I, mean, I think the biggest thing you have going in your favor is that uh this game is tomorrow and which means it's Tuesday aka taco tuesday and we know from wow. our boy Ryan Sullivan's research lebron is horrible on Tuesdays because his mind is too preoccupied by taco tuesday i believe this is going to be a nuggets win outright go ahead and put some sprinkle some of that on the money line right there
1: yeah it's a it's a it's a system
0: play you know so you know uh and maybe go ahead and uh bet all the unders on LeBron's uh to you know player props as well because uh yeah i i think the i think the biggest the biggest thing that st- stuck out as you already mentioned from this game uh are LeBron's numbers and the only four assists now this is a guy who led the entire league in assists with over 10 in the regular season um yeah, I just felt like you're right. The the Nuggets were able to get in and and cut off his uh, passing lanes. Uh, that's something. If I were a Lakers fan, I'd be a little bit worried about it, especially in Game Three.
1: Yeah, and look, the the Lakers supporting cast is so hit or miss. I mean, they're, yeah. they are they comp- are they're entirely how good you think they are and how good they look is entirely a product of are they making threes on that given night or not? I yeah. mean, Danny Green, KCP, Caruso, like Kuzma, they're all just. They're so you know enigmatic on any given night. If if they're splashing threes, they look like the perfect players alongside LeBron. And when they're not, it's just like kind of funny. Um, yeah, when you compare them to the other teams left in the playoffs,
0: absolutely. And you you know both uh, both Danny Green and Alex Crusoe had a couple of uh, big hi- highlight plays last night. Like Danny Green uh, blocked Paul Millsap, which was pretty uh, great considering the size difference there, Alex Crusoe had a big steal and uh, breakaway dunk uh, that, you know, was going all around. But then you look at their numbers, and, uh, you know, Alex Crusoe had nine points and uh, Danny Green had 11. So it's, it's not like they made a huge difference there. But that was probably Danny Green's best game in the playoffs, I will say. But um, he was still uh three for ten from uh three-point range. Uh, okay, anything else in this game or should we move on?
1: No, let's move on to uh, Celtics heat and, and we get a nice little hiate. I mean, I don't know if you call it nice, but a hiatus in this series until Wednesday evening here. Yeah. Last played Saturday night.
0: Well, it's certainly nice for the Celtics giving uh, Gordon Hayward a little more time to recoup after his first game back. Yeah. Um, Celtics versus Heat, so this, is, uh, this was only the second loss for the Heat in the entire playoffs, which is pretty impressive that this is Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals and the Heat have only lost two so far.
1: Yeah, no, they've obviously been incredible. Um, although, speaking of the rest, I, I also think... This is going to be big for Goran Dragic. I, I thought he really slowed down in game three, and you can oh, kind yeah. of see the wear and tear. So, And he's a 35 – I think he's a 35-year-old player, so definitely big for him to get also three days.
0: Yeah. Um, it will be nice for both teams to uh, recoup there. It did feel like the Heat just weren't hustling quite as much. I, I think uh, Jimmy Butler even said in his post-game press conference that they just didn't play hard enough. Uh, it didn't feel like the same – uh, you know, gritty heat team to me, the the Celtics led the entire game and it just never really felt like it was in question until the very end. It seemed like the heat were starting to make a run, but they just didn't have enough time to uh, capitalize on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I thought the Celtics were definitely the aggressor in game three. And that was really, that was just very evident from the game football. also, it was just so big. I thought really the kind of reshape this series because i thought the, the heat had clearly had the edge over the celtics kind of mentally in game one and two and obviously late game three the celtics almost fell into the trap again but you know i, I if i'm the celtics i'm feeling pretty good headed into, headed into the rest of the series knowing that you you've blown leads and you blew a lead in in game they, they they blew big big leads in game one and two right mm-hmm. they blew like yeah 12 point leads so yeah. um you know, you you know that you had the ability to get up on this heat team. It's really just about capitalizing late in the game. Gordon Hayward, I thought, just to, he gave them just so much better lineups. Um, he didn't play amazingly. He had a he was definitely, you know, he was a ball mover, good defender, you know, didn't make many mistakes. He missed a couple open threes, but he allowed them to go to that small ball lineup. They didn't That's have to it. play Ojale. They didn't, you know, they so they had a lot more options and they were just much more solid in terms of that wing rotation.
0: We're gonna take another quick break and be right back. Hey, last week is in the books. Now is the time to review the tape and prepare this week. There is no better place to get in and all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, Head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Just draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the sour cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings have paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard, cash. Download. The DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on week three action. Enter promo code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I, I think the biggest thing with having Gordon Hayward back, uh, even though his stat line didn't look great with six points, five rebounds, four assists, is that you didn't have to play Semi ogile one minute. He had he got to sit on the bench the entire time, which is always good if you're a Celtics fan. Uh, the other thing is that they did get to go with this big three wing lineup and two guards. Uh, Hayward played thirty minutes in his first game back, which is good. So it, he looked fully healthy. We've seen him come back from injury before, and him look kind of uh, hobbled. But he looked uh, all there. He just his shot was a little bit off, um, but he played thirty minutes to Daniel Tice's twenty four, and I think that's going to be their big advantage: is playing those three tall wings, and uh, the Heat can't really do much against it. You know, Bama's six nine. Um, I, I I don't think that. Spolstra is suddenly gonna be playing a lot more of Kelly Olynyk and Myers Myers Leonard to to make uh the Celtics pay for the smaller lineup.
1: Yeah, I think I thought the Heat's rotation in this game was a little bit weird. Speaking of Kelly Olynyk, I mean yeah he he they, they went with a too big lineup with Bam and Kelly for a little. That didn't work out. Olynyk was oh six, but you know, Andre Iguodala, only seven po- only seven minutes. I thought, you know, he's obviously he's been, I guess a little banged up with an ankle injury, but I would like to see more out of him. I mean, you, you got to combat what the Celtics have on the wing, and look—I I mean, Hero, Hero was obviously amazing offensively in this game as a shooter, but in the first those lineups, those offensive lineups with Dragic, Robinson, and Hero um, have just really no no ability to contend with the Celtics' size and athleticism on the wing. Damn. So, I think you got to focus more on. What you have with Iguodala and Crowder, um, at, you know, going into going into Game Four and try to, you know, get a little bit more more physical and athleticism on the floor. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought Bam I mean, was obviously amazing in this game again. He had yeah. twenty seven and sixteen. So Celtics still kind of have no answer for him. He he had a positive plus minus in thirty eight minutes here. But yeah, the, the there's definitely some interesting matchup problems for for both teams
0: yeah I mean it, it felt like in game two that supposed to really figured something out by going zone defense um, in the second half and putting um Butler and Crowder kind of at the top those those long wings to uh, deflect Boston's uh, passing lanes and they just didn't have an answer for it in game two uh, but they certainly came back with this uh you know three wing lineup and Uh, The Heat just weren't able to do the same thing. I don't know if maybe the Heat are just a bit tired. Um, You know, maybe they're just really feeling themselves after coming off of two comeback wins in the first two games. uh, And went put too much thought into uh, the Heat, you know, I felt like this was just a bad game for them. But um, I'd be a little worried just with Gordon Hayward back, I guess, if I am a Heat fan.
1: Yeah, no, I I I, actually, I, I kind of like the Celtics in this series going forward. Um, You know, I thought the zone – the thing about the Heat that's so crazy is, like, they do not submit themselves to the destiny of the game. Like, every time the Celtics get up by, you know, six or eight, and you kind of just feel like, oh, well, like, you know, they're just going to pull away and this game will be over. The Heat, you know, get fouled. You know, they go to the line. They, you know, hit, hit a tough and one. Get a stop here, stop there. And all of a sudden, they're down eight, like that game this that game was kind of sleepwalking towards the end late third quarter when the Celtics were up like 19 when when they had Grant Williams in the game all of a sudden you know it's down to 12 and and so the Heat do an amazing job of staying alive but very similar to the, to the Nuggets I think it gets really exhausting to have to come back every game so I think they're going to try to bring it more from the start um, but you know against the zone I thought the Celtics were they were getting open threes so credit to them they they weren't falling at first but they did a good job of getting the ball into the middle of the zone then kicking it back out to shooters but then in the in the second half and also in the first half to some degree I mean they were just they were refusing to like let the zone keep them out of the paint Jalen Brown Mm. and Jason Tatum were just putting their head down driving to the rim anyways and they were getting there getting fouled finishing you know Jalen Brown was electric getting to the rim in this game you know, the zone was, like you said, a step slower because the Heat weren't as locked in. And Jalen was just catching the ball and being, all right, fuck it, I'm just going to the rim. And, yeah. and he was getting there. So yeah. the Heat he definitely, got the, the Celtics lived in the paint this game. I, I, I want to pull up the uh, points in the paint numbers here. Um, yeah, the Celtics had 60 points in the paint compared to 36 for the Heat in this game. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's definitely a big takeaway for, for
0: both teams here. I want to tell you about our friends at BetQL. You hear me reference them a lot in this podcast because I love their stats. They're telling me where the sharp money is at. They're telling me where the public money is at. And they're giving me all the best bets with their very specific algorithm that scans thousands of data points to give you best bet recommendations for every game and give you the reasoning why you should place that bet if you want an advantage over all of the sports books over all the sports you need to download betql the only app you need to mark make smart bets this season okay they will show you which of the top bets have been the most profitable to make sure you're cashing in regularly betql has sharp data for nba mlb nhl nfl so if you want the inside edge for who the pros are backing you need to check out betql If you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, good for you because you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store now and download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off. And if you're tired of Betting with sports books? Why don't you become the sports book? What, what are you talking about, Ryan? I don't know how to do that. Yes, you do, because Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. book. Ace perhead provides you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today at Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Yes, that's six. Six weeks free at aceperhead.com. Just use the promo code SGP, aceperhead.com, that's SGP. That's aceperhead.com, that's SGP. Jalen Brown felt like a different player in this game than in game two. And uh, And he he might be healthier, too, coming
1: off that spill on the Pascal Siakam uh, flagrant foul. So he'll be getting some good rest on that hammy as well. Absolutely.
0: And, uh, but I was going to say, you know, the word, uh, coming out, uh, from behind the scenes was that, uh, Marcus smart was screaming at the team in the locker room after game two. And I guess, uh, a lot of the heat that he was screaming was directed at Jalen Brown, not being tough enough. I don't, I'm not saying that that's necessarily what, what caused Jalen Brown's turnaround, but man, he, he did look a lot tougher in this game. And, uh, you know the Celtics had four of their starters with over twenty points. I mean, that's that's what they're going to have to do going forward. Is just you know be this like tight scoring unit together. I I don't know if the Heat have much to answer it if if that's going to be the the case going forward.
1: Yeah, and I thought much was to be made of that of that post game
0: meeting, but look, it worked out. I mean, mm-hmm. they definitely responded here. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go ahead and preview. Game four, Boston is favored by three right now. Uh, This game is on Wednesday. Uh, Right now, according to BetQL, the sharp money is heavy on the Celtics right now against the spread. Um, Yeah, it looks like 83% of the money, early money right now is on Boston. Um, Even more so, it looks like, uh, they like the under uh the under is right the total right now is 210 and a half um everybody's betting the under pretty heavy on that i guess that's just with uh increased defensive presence from both sides uh where are you leaning right now
1: i think i'm leaning celtics um you know I, I i like the fact that they've they've gotten up in every game this series so mm-hmm. and, and that's going into this third quarter here so i, I think they 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 know that they can that they can get up on this heat team um really it has been about maintaining the lead so far so i like the celtics and you know shout out to Munaf. he he's been on celtics first half um and he's been identifying a nice trend there that's that's uh i think it's a it's 2 and 1 in this series uh, yeah yeah it's 2 and 1 in this series and obviously hit the last two games i've been on celtics first quarter that that's 3 and 0 oh in this series and so that's been nice to get those i think definitely interesting here in terms of the sort of game cycle I mean do you think that the heat come out hungry here they're, they're still up in the series and they've been a second half team so very similar to the Nuggets Lakers kind of both teams have have good reason to to come out with that with that energy and I thought in game three Celtics first quarter was very evident that they were the team that came out you know playing a little bit harder
0: yeah, I, I could definitely see the Heat coming out with more energy after yeah, sitting around and uh, having Jimmy Butler yell at them, I'm sure, for not having more energy in this game. But, uh, you know, right now I'm leaning towards Heat plus the three. I just think this is going to be another close game and why not take the points? Um, but you're right. I, I'm with you. I do like the uh, the Celtics in the first half. Uh, Munaf has been great about showing how that trend is going. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, I think if Gordon Hayward is all the way back, I mean, he's a big X factor, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he is a big X factor. I think another, I mean, I thought it's funny how cause Jimmy Butler and game two, he had what he had 14 points and four boards and four assists, but everyone was, there was that, you know, tweet going around about how he was, he still was like an elite player. I just think you you need a little bit more volume and counting stats out of him. I mean, at the end of the day, I I, I totally appreciate everything Jimmy does in terms of the intangibles, defense, you know, Mm -hmm. what he brings is kind of a passer on offense and all that. But, you know, 17 points, eight boards, three assists. Obviously, when you win the game, you can play up all the other angles. But in a loss, I mean, I think it looks like he needs to give him a little more. You know, when you compare that to – Tatum, you know, 25 14 and 8. And, and Tatum obviously took seven more shots. So a little more aggressive as a number one option. So, yeah. I would like to see Jimmy Butler kind of attack this game from the first quarter cuz he he loves to he loves to do the LeBron thing of kind of bide his time, see how the game's mm. going and then he'll take over in the second half if he's needed. Um I think I think the Heat want to see take over Jimmy from from the opening tip here and definitely more than 13 shots because when he when he only takes 13 shots then you have you know Drogic goes two of ten and, and Tyler hero I don't think you I don't think you want Tyler hero taking 18 shots uh and being kind of your your leading field goal attempt guy I think the cell even though he hit shots in this game the Celtics are happy to see that
0: yeah I mean he hit shots in the first half but then uh really cooled off so you yeah right. and he yeah he missed everything in the second half at so... that point Um, you're right. I mean, Jimmy is going to have to totally take over, uh, from the tip. If, uh, if this team is is going to beat them. Um, and, and I feel like that's gonna be the narrative in the press for the next two days. And if we know about Jimmy Butler, he definitely listens to narratives. So uh, I think he can he's gonna come out hustling. Um, okay, that does it for the previews for the next two games. We'll be back on Wednesday. Make sure to subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast. Please rate and review. I'm giving away another hoodie Uh, this week actually the person who I've already picked a winner I'm not going to say it here but I will be messaging that person on Twitter to uh, tell them about their win Um, and I'll announce it on the podcast on Wednesday and uh, you know I'll be giving away more hoodies so just keep subscribing rating reviewing NBA gambling podcast follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter follow Zach at nba zach b on twitter and uh talk to you guys on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> basketball give me give me give me the ball because i'm gonna go get